Hello and welcome to this month's edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. Here with me today is Jay Solomon, who is an extension educator with environmental and energy stewardship. And today Jay is going to talk to us about woody invasive plant management. How are you doing today, Jay? Doing very good. Glad to have a chance to be here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, so we've got a few questions here, if you don't mind. Uh, so first off, uh, what are woody invasive plant species and what are we and why are we talking about them? Well, woody invasive plants are the non-native shrubs and trees that invade our landscapes. And what we're really talking about is the, the exotic woody invasive uh, plant species, but that really gets to be a tongue twister. So um, they're called woody, uh, in the particular we're working, talking about the woody ones because of the nature of the stems and their growth patterns. They're much more related to our shrubs and trees than we think about garlic mustard and some of those uh, more vegetative plants that are early season. Uh, some of the ones that we're concerned about are tree of heaven, barberry, autumn olive, honeysuckle, buckthorn, multiflora rose, and, and uh, oriental bittersweet. Um, they tend to be introduced plants from other parts of the world, and that's the, the term exotic, so they're not from this area or from not native to the area. Uh, many, are in, many were intentionally brought in as part of the landscape industry or for erosion control. Multiflora rose was originally the erosion control and, and the living fence that was brought in and actually intentionally planted uh, and before we learned better about it. Others were accidentally brought in more as hitchhikers, uh, as, as either seed or as small plants along with something else. So that's why we're why we, we talk about them and the fact that they can invade the area and take over uh, is, is why we're talking about them. Yeah, I'm very familiar with the autumn olives and the uh, honeysuckle. They could be quite the, quite the nuisance to get rid of for sure. Exactly. Uh, so what, what makes these invasive plants? What makes them invasive is the fact that they are opportunist. They can, they can establish themselves within the existing native uh, communities. You don't have to have disturbed soil uh, necessarily for them to, to come in like you would weeds or, or, or some of our native weeds that will, weeds that will come in. Um, these will go in and, and basically start taking over a native community and will basically naturalize themselves. And the real piece of it is as part of their description is that these plants either disrupt or have the potential to disrupt the natural ecosystems. So they don't provide those uh, ecosystem things, whether it be uh, structure for bird uh, nesting habitat or food for birds or for other animals or shelter for other animals, or maybe even uh, they impede the movement of other animals, of, of our native animals. Um, these invasive, invasive plants are often associated with forest or prairie areas, but we also find them in fence rows, road right-of-ways, pastures and fields, and even in our home landscape. Uh, I've got a little bit of a problem with uh, a couple of these trying to uh, come up in my landscaping that I've got at home. 
So why talk about management now? Well, the reason for talking about management of the woody invasives right now is kind of fall is that best time to take action to control them. Uh, as woody invasives, they're, as, as woody plants, they are tend to be perennial. Uh, and this is the time when they're actually starting to translocate or the fall is time when they're starting to translocate nutrients into the roots and prepare to go dormant for over winter. So right now is a really good time to start thinking about your plan of attack, which ones we're we going to attack, uh, you know, how big of an area you're going to take on uh, and some of those kinds of things. So really want to start you thinking about it. Um, in the fall is a good time to, to cut them off. It reduces the amount of stored nutrients that are pulled back into the roots. So they've got that, that nutrients to get started growing next year. We, we, we rob them of some of that. Also, if you come in and you cut them and apply a herbicide right after you cut them, as the sap is moving downward, it'll pull that herbicide down into the, into the roots, into the plant. And, and it's a good, good way to, a good chance of killing those roots so it doesn't come back up next year. Whereas we starve it of nutrients, they don't come up as fast. If we put a little herbicide in there with them, they may not come back at all. Uh, and this is a good way to, to, uh, to, to kill the, the entire plant. Um, as I say, this time of year, and, and the reason for thinking about that is, now's a good time to start identifying where you've got problems areas with them and thinking about, are you gonna take on the whole group of them? Um, some of the things we, we tend to tell people to think about is, rather than taking on the whole, if you've got a whole area, is identify satellite areas, smaller satellite areas that maybe you can, can take out and then start working your way inward on a larger area. Um, that way you don't let the satellites get big where they're harder to handle. Um, those kind of things is what we're talking about as far as developing a management plan and what's your multiple year management plan. And that's the one piece that, that I need to include in here is that when we think about managing these, it's not a one and done. This is a multiple year because you're gonna have some escapes, some that you didn't get killed, uh, some coming back from seed, those kind of things. So it's a multi-year project. Um, and kind of with that in mind, would like to point you towards some other things uh, uh, that are out there and, and uh, look at why we, hang on a minute, I just messed up. So why talk about management now? Well, because fall is a really a good time to take action on these woody invasive uh, plants uh, because of their woody nature, they are perennial plants. So they are starting to pull nutrients back down and translate those nutrients back down into the roots in preparation to go dormant over winter. And so they've got that, that nutrients in there to liven back things back up next in the, in the, in the, in the spring. Um, and so it makes it a really good time to, to think about when we might want to try to plan this attack on them. Um, as that is, is pulling down into the roots, this is a good time to cut them off, which reduces the stored nutrients available for that early growth next year. 
we starve that plant of, of the of the nutrients there to, to really give it a jump start for next year. Also, if we apply a fertilizer, apply a herbicide immediately after cutting, that sap movement will it's already headed downward, pulling it into the roots. It'll pull that herbicide down into the roots and will have a better chance of killing the entire plant and killing the root system so you don't have that regrowth next spring at all. Uh, so it makes it a really good, good time to hit those. Uh, it's also fall is a really good time to, uh, to think about doing this because uh, many of these plants are much easier to find as we go into the fall. Uh, just because most of just because just after most of our native leaves turn, um, they're still green. Most of our invasives stay green much longer into the fall and will green up much earlier in the spring, uh, and may even stay somewhat green through most of the winter on a milder winter. So it makes them easy to easier to spot, easier to pick out. Good time to really really attack them and and start trying to manage and control them. So we've done a little bit of an introduction here with this and in no way have we talked about all of it. You know, one of the things to think about when we talk about this, why think about a plan of attack, it's not just go out and, and start uh, cutting them and, and, and working your way through the woods. If you've got a larger area, maybe more than what you can get accomplished in one year. So we think want you to think about um, can, are there small satellite areas where they've gotten started that you can actually go in and actually take the whole area out and then start working away from the outside inward on a, a larger area uh, so that you, you do it kind of methodically and you keep it to, to a level that you can work with. Um, and that's a whole discussion that I would encourage you to, to look into as you're, you're working with this, which kind of brings me to the, the other resources part of this, because I was just just kind of introduce this piece. Um, one of the really good places to start with is to look at uh, what Chris Evans and, and others within the forestry department have put together. If you go to the extension, Illinois, the Illinois Extension Forestry page and look at their resources, they've got quite a bit of information on, uh, on invasive species and invasive species management, identification, uh, all those things you need to work your way through and, and thinking about what can manage them and where you can and, and, and how to plan your attack with it. The other one that's out there is recently uh, Chris did a webinar for us and that will be available as part of our Everyday Environment web series. Um, and it was a woody invasive plants goes along with this. So there's a couple of resources that maybe will help you out. Um, in, in further digging into this. Jay, thank you so much. That is all wonderful advice and a uh, reminder again to check out those resource links that uh, they're going to be posted in the description there. Uh, Jay, thank you so much. I appreciate, we appreciate all of your knowledge here and uh, everything that you've given us. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to share this. All right, that, that concludes uh, this month's edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. Have a wonderful day.